Welcome back to the Mailing Podcast. I am your host, Dylan Shivery, coming to you live from the Lodge in Austin, Texas. Joining me, as usual, is my co-host, Sally DeFries. What's up, Sal? Hey, Dill. How we doing? Um, I'm sure you can tell. We were talking about this pre-podcast, but I'm very stuffed up. You want to explain to the people why you are stuffed up? She's okay. not. She doesn't have COVID. I don't have COVID. She just tested negative. Tested negative last night. And had I not tested negative last night, I would have thought that I had COVID. Okay? Right. But the allergies in Austin are insane. And I neti potted yesterday and stirred all that stuff up. I'm not even going to tell people what I did when I neti potted. I don't want to give anybody bad ideas. But what I did was maybe not the smartest. And now my nasal cavity is so inflamed. And I'm very stuffed up. This is a Dave joint. For yeah, real. he's really going. Also, I don't know if y'all can tell. I have this little like thing on my nose, that little it's sticker. From mask wearing. I have a huge abrasion on my nose from mask wearing that like started off as a pressure sore, like where I was just constantly red, and then it finally broke open. So now I have one of those like little, it's actually one of those like little zit sticker things, because it's a hydrocolloid patch. But I put it on there because I have like a wound on my nose. Oh yeah, I mean, kind yeah. It's like really transparent. You wear some some gnarly looking masks at work. I've seen. I, well, I've seen you post a couple of them. A lot of them too have this like metal thing on the bridge of your nose, and because it has to be like, we use in ninety fives have to be fit tested to your face, so they're pretty tight. And like the constant like, I wear that, then I wear another mask on top of it and glasses, so it's like all sitting right there on the bridge of my nose. Uh. Hoping it heals because Will and I are supposed to take some pictures in Michigan on Monday, and I wouldn't have noticed it unless you pointed out. Oh, okay. I can still barely can barely see, see what's now going on. Now it's all you can see. Yeah, you'll, you'll be fine. Okay, good. What's up, Dave? Chilling, producing. Yeah, maximizing, letting that beat ride. Is it more noticeable now that we've got this uh, USB speaker? Yeah, I knew y'all were getting that, but I was very it's confused. Cool little, cool little addition. It is a good addition, but I had like. I couldn't figure out why it was so loud, and I thought something was wrong. Yeah, they're no longer coming through the headphones, the sound, that is. Mm-hmm. Well, the future okay. is here. We 3D printed this. I don't know if you know that. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, got, we invested in a 3D printer. We didn't. Do you 3D print? We don't really know how they work. I, I still don't know how 3D printers work. Like, I know that I should, but, like, it doesn't make sense to me. See, it prints in 3D. That's what that's I, the thing about I it. I know that. I'm just like, my <laughs> head can't wrap around that. Just the same way that, like, I understand that there's a lot of, like, very easy sound physics behind, like, planes flying. But, like, that doesn't make sense to me at all. Okay. Yeah. It, you know when you're in a car and you stick your hand out the window? Uh-huh. Like, flat? Uh-huh. And if you tilt it back, then your hand will, flat, will like, shoot yeah, out. Yeah, I know. It's Bernoulli's principle. I'm just but saying, like, like that, that's like the best way to like to mansplain it to somebody. That's the best way to do it. No, but I'm, I'm just not saying doing like, it to you. I'm saying like, I'm saying like once you're in the speaking, air, I guess you're just like being lifted. I don't know. I just cra- it is. I wild. know that it's like it's very heavy, and easy it's physics, but like I just can't. Not probably not easy physics, but there's like very basic physics principles that like support that. I can't. Let's just talk physics. I get lifted in different. Don't ways. you feel like when you're just on a plane, like you're like. Probably the worst parts are the takeoff and the landing, right? Like, that's what they say the most dangerous part is. But aren't you ever just, like, mid-Atlantic and you're just like, I'm going to fall out of the sky. Like, we're yeah. just going to fall out of, of the course. sky. Of course. Of course. And I, yeah, and I, I played through how I would 
spend the last few seconds of my life but, plummeting toward Earth. But there's never been a plane crash where the plane just fell out of the sky. It's always like takeoff or landing. Uh, probably, probably have been. I don't think so. Yeah. There probably have been. Oh, I'll look there was like there. an explosion on board. Right, but like it's never been like plane just randomly falls out of the sky. It's like well, there's a reason for it. It's well, not, like it's if your just... engines fail, you can still you could coast. Yeah, to a you... certain extent, right? Yeah, what that I think the heavier the plane, the I just take the out worse the it is at, at coasting. Like eighteen gliding. hours, however many hours you land. Gliding is the uh, yeah. Just take that. out the uh, the scary parts of the flight. Yeah, that's what they say about anesthesia too. By the way. What? It's like flying a plane. That going to sleep and waking up are the most dangerous parts. Is that right? Because mm-hmm. the rest of it, you're just like cruising. Or should be. Oh, okay. No one just wakes up in the middle of anesthesia, hopefully, if you're doing your job correctly. Oh, and you always That's will a be. scary thought. I'm never going to let anybody wake up in the middle of it. No. That's, you don't want to wake up while you're in surgery. It's not a good. I certainly don't. No. No. None of that. Sorry, Man. just took a turn to Dave. Yeah, down. look, look, we, you never know what you're gonna get when you tune into the mail. And you know what I'm saying, Dave? You really, truly never don't. ever know. Yeah. Uh, look, we have some questions to get to, but before we do, the hotline number eight 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 three six two mail M A I L. That's eight 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 three six two six two four five. You can also write in if you would prefer. There's a link in the Twitter bio at Mail In Podcast. You guys ready to jump in? We have seven questions today. Um, they're not, they're not all technically questions, but we have seven inquiries today, two of which are voicemails. Dave, let's just go. Thank you, Dylan. Hey, guys. As of late, my girlfriend has become very private on her phone. I would never look through her phone, but if I even pick it up to change the song, look something up or whatever, she runs over to me and grabs it out of my hands. In addition, she changed her notifications so that they just say notification instead of what it is. She also clearly is making an effort to keep her phone out of my sight and reach. I confronted her about it once, and she dismissed me as paranoid, and I said I was stressing her out, and she said I was stressing her out. Pardon me. I get that this is behavior that you know isn't insane, but it's just never been like this before between us. We've both been very open. Love to hear your thoughts. Thanks. Some pretty big red flags going red on Red flag here. city. Um, I, I'm not going to say definitively that something is something sketchy is going on, but... I'm I'm about ninety percent sur- sure something sketchy is going on here. Why here's the my, sudden change on all of these? Here's all my question: of these is, is his birthday coming up? I was yeah. Gift <laughs> gift was popped into my head. Well, okay. I've never been like this. Like I I do not care if Will looks at my phone. But when I surprised him for the wedding, those you were on lockdown. Those six weeks, I was like freaking out. And really, even it wasn't until I wasn't even weird about my phone. Like I would like text people. I think I had texted y'all and been like, do not reply to me unless you're going to like do reply right now. And then I'm going to delete the text. So I feel like I was pretty careful about that. But those, when we got to California, I think I, we got there on a Thursday and I surprised him on Friday. So all I had to do was like, you know, less than 48 hours, my phone, I'm not kidding. We were in the car. He was like, we were going to get our marriage license or something. He tried to change the song. And I was like, no, no, no. I'm controlling the music. And he said he, like, never put two and two together, but he, like, was very weirded out by how crazy <clears throat> I was being. There is a chance that something like that, something totally innocent and, and positive is going on. Like, he's, she's planning a, a birthday party right. for you or something crazy like that. Maybe she's going to propose. Here's a sentence that concerns me, though. 
quote unquote. She's also clearly making no wait, that's not the one. Um, I confronted her about it once, and she dismissed me as paranoid and said I was stressing her out mm-hmm. to be counter like accusatory. Turning it around on the other person is a classic sign of I'm cheating. hiding something. Yeah, right. Well, not. I mean, but th- don't they always say that, that the person who's cheating on somebody always ends up accusing the person they're yeah. cheating on as like yeah. cheating on to them? To be like, oh, you, you it, because of you, I'm I'm stressed out. That's, yeah, that's a, that's a sign that something sketchy is going on here. That's why I said I'm ninety percent sure, and I'm not saying she's cheating on you, but maybe she has struck up. I don't know. Well, because- I I totally agree with you. I don't think. What I meant to say earlier with that story that I told about our wedding is like that's very not normal behavior for me. And so if I was acting like – if all of a sudden I started acting like that, there's a reason behind it. Whether or not it's a bad, shitty reason or it's a good reason. But there's like a reason all of a sudden that she's been like open with her phone and now like – right. She won't let you – like she's changed all of her stuff. Like the notification thing I think is a weird one. I personally know someone who was cheated on and that was like what led them to believe something was going on Yeah, because they were like, why all of a sudden is he, Yeah, why no no notification when they used to just pop up on his phone. The sudden change and all that going on, many behaviors have drastically changed very quickly. It's not like she was always like this. Something happened. Something is going on. I don't know what it is. She could be talking to her friends about you, having some issues with you. Uh, you know, could have been. That, there's a number right, of things that, she may not want you to see. To me, I think like <laughs> personally, if I'm like pissed at Will and I'm like talking about him to my friends, sometimes I'm like, I don't really care if you see this because maybe you should know how I feel. That wouldn't like cause me to change everything on my phone, like all my behaviors. the The biggest red flag to me is. Going from, like, it sounds like it's been open. You know, they're not, like, searching each other's phones and shit. But, like, it sounds like they she's been more carefree in the past and now has, like, changed everything. Like, yeah. won't let him touch her phone. Changed how her text messages pop up. Like, is being defensive. I guess the question is, how long has this been going on? Yeah, and how does he handle it moving forward? Does he just have, like, a come to Jesus with her and sit down, talk, talk it out? I, I don't know. If your birthday's coming up, wait for your birthday wait to pass. It out. Wait for a few, wait for a few weeks, <laughs> and then and then confront her. Otherwise, I think that this deserves a c- confrontation. And even if it's like a, she could come back and be like, "There's really nothing that I'm hiding." Be like, "I it's not that I don't trust you. Yeah. It just is a huge change in behavior." And maybe don't go to her with an accusatory tone. Just be like, "Can you please explain to me why the sudden change in your." phone behavior like why right. are you hiding things seemingly hiding things from me and see what she has to say yeah and i think yeah you don't need to go in saying don't i don't trust hot. you anymore but maybe even say like if i were to do this wouldn't you be kind of weirded out like sure. that's a good approach and if if that's truly the case and she can't give you like a legitimate answer i think you need to reevaluate your relationship it's not looking great or break into her phone in the middle of the night when she's sleeping and see what the hell she's hiding. I don't know. I'm, I'm kidding. Do not do that. You got to think with the advancement of the the facial recognition on phones that it's become easier to to, to look into your partner's phone, right? Because they fall asleep and you hold the phone. To, does that work? I assume it does. When it's dark, you did it in Homeland. Dark doesn't matter. Does it matter? No. You know what's hilarious is Will's sunglasses. When he wears sunglasses, a specific pair it won't recognize his face. 
Mine doesn't recognize the mask yet. The mask Only... rarely does because it has to see your chin. That's a bummer. Yeah. Because, my... you know, I'm always masked up. You know? My yeah. movement, uh, not to plug a, a sponsor, but my movement sunglasses don't affect my facial recognition. Most of them don't. The other ones do. Oh, really? Yeah. I, that's actually an interesting point about the mask is if Apple will change anything about that because I've known that for a long time because if I try to get into my phone at work where I'm always wearing a mask, I have to pull the mask down or just enter my code because right. I think it's something about needing to see your jawline or chin. Well, the but mask like, covers a lot of face. Now so that we're in the, the masked world, like are they going to change facial recognition? But so they can't go just off your eyes. I know I could change the setting, but it's really annoying when I'm at the grocery store. Because I tend to keep my list on my phone, uh-huh. and I'm all, I'm, I'm max, masked up at the store, and I'm like, oh wait, do I need uh, yeah, what do I need? And I'm, I'm like, oh, I gotta type in the code, my dirty shopping cart hands, yeah. uh, you know. It's just like, come on. I guess I'm just really used to it because of work. Like yeah. I'm used to having to like wait for it to pass and then put in my code. But yeah, I guess you. <laughs> I'm not condoning looking at someone's phone and snooping around. No, no, that's not way, at all. It's way, way better. <laughs> I'm just saying I, I think it goes on more these days because of, I mean, the thumbprint, too, is not hard to get off someone who's sleeping. If someone held my thumb up to a phone, it's not going to wake me up. Oh, there's been so many times you know where I, mean? I, like, went before we got engaged that I, like, wanted to, like, look through Will's phone. But, like, I feel like if I even, like, reached over him or, like, went, like moved in bed, he would just wake up. So I was so paranoid and I just didn't do it. A girl I was dating went through my phone before. It's not a nice feeling. That's that like even if you have nothing to hide, that still feels like an invasion of privacy. Yeah, and you know. Yeah, I I had exchanged a couple of messages with someone like months prior, um, and we weren't even like together, and she was not very pleased about that. And I think I'll say this: I've actually said on this podcast before that I've gone through not Will's phone, but whilst on the Burek ski trip, uh, his computer was up, and oh, I was watching TV it. through it, and saw a text come up and I was like, eh, this is interesting. <laughs> and to be honest, I think everyone has like a spot of like paranoia or just like interest even in <laughs> intrigue. And it, Will was really, really, really upset and rightfully so. Like, yeah, he told us about it on, on the lift, the ski lift. Yeah. He because, was pissed. Uh, yeah. Cause it said that he had read receipts on and said he had read a message like 30 minutes prior when he, he didn't. <laughs> so someone read it for him. <laughs> He was like, wait a minute. Me. Look, Sally's on my computer right now. Yeah, he knew immediately. Yeah. Uh, but I I was very honest with him. I was like, listen, I don't think you're like cheating on me or you have anything to hide. I just wanted to know what Who you're talking about. Who was the text about. from out of, out of curiosity? I think it was from Charlie. I think it was from Fly Fishing Charlie. <laughs> what could Charlie Literally, possibly no, say? It's like, incriminating. What, what happened was- <laughs> Hey, how about I, those chicks last night? No, man? I wasn't like staring. I cooks. wasn't like looking- at his text with Charlie specifically, it's that while I was looking at his text, uh, okay. Charlie popped up, and then I like clicked on it, and then I was like, "Shit!" Uh-oh. Just gave my possession away. It was one of the biggest fights we've ever been in. Really? I will say that mm-hmm. it was not good. And like, I don't think Will or I have anything. I would gladly hand my phone over to Will right now and be like, "You can read whatever you want. You're gonna be really bored." And I think he would say the same thing. But I would not want anybody to look at my high school friends group text. It's just be not. It's not that there's anything incriminating in there. It's just like locker room talk. It's just a lot of locker room talk. Yeah, you know? and and if you, a girl looks at that and they don't know you, <laughs> there will well be enough, some explaining. You're like, I'm sorry that my friend, like, you know, Tom is such a dumbass, but like, I can't. You know, you're not the one sending bad messages, and even if you are, like, you're in a 
a group chat. I mean, our group chat, our girls group thread is like mostly just like talking about like Kanye West losing his mind and then like sending dog memes. Like that's it. Yeah. We, we'll drop a tweet every now and then and there's nothing too bad in our group. Yeah. There, there's somebody that used to be on a group chat that is not anymore that I think used to send a lot of uh, thought pics that I was very aware of in y'all's thread. Thought pics? Oh. Of thoughts. Mm. Oh, okay. I know who you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We won't say that person's name. Well, I got But that's the thing. I knew Will's like not standing there being like, let me search through all this Instagram so I can send a picture of a hot girl to other people. Yeah. Well, Will, Will's me, a good boy. Can't me, confirm. Uh, I got I hate to, to pivot to this, but Dylan, I got some news for you. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Men's diets are falling behind. Uh, don't I know that, David? Wow. Sally, you probably knew that as a healthcare professional. <laughs> this is about ritual. Ritual. New sponsor for the mail in alert. Correct. Yes, that's the proper way to Here's, say that. Here are the facts. Over 70% of men don't get enough vitamin E. And this is scary. Up to 97% of men don't get enough vitamin D from their diet. That means only 3% are getting the proper D. That's vitamin unfortunate. D. Fundamentally, some men may overvalue exercise, Dylan, and undervalue nutrition. Also, Dylan, and may think, hey, if I look healthy, Dylan, I am healthy, Dylan. Okay. You know, this doesn't need to be about You're the me. host, so you're, I'm just speaking okay. to you. It, there's more to health than meets the eye. Let's just say that. Yeah. Okay. I'm more. On, to I'm it. on day two of my my ritual regimen. I'm, I started taking them. I can tell you look less shitty. Yeah, I feel less shitty. Good. They the smell. Glowing. They smell just delightful too. They're Have you gotten in, in there yet? Yeah. The essential for men. The obsessively researched multivitamin that's formulated to help fill nutritional gaps in men's diets specifically. Uh. Like you said, we're both taking it. I got mine yesterday, popped it open, wasn't aware of the mint smell, and then it just hit me, and I was like, this is the best-smelling vitamin I have ever taken. Because most vitamins, they don't smell great. Some vitamins, they tell you, take it with food. Uh, This, it it says it doesn't matter because it's time release. So it just, obviously, over time, it releases all the nutrients from the capsules into your body, which is great. You you can take it any time of the day. It doesn't have to be with food. Yeah. Let me tell you this. You know, right now we're thinking immune system. We got stuff going on. Vitamin D is a vital part of that, right? And I'm worried about it. And this is giving me my proper vitamin D. It's something I'm thinking about because I don't know if the foods I'm eating are, are giving me the daily requisite amount. Probably not. The, the facts would show 97% of us, men that is, aren't getting it. So this is huge. That, that chicken, that fried chicken meal you had last night, it didn't cover all the, the nutrient Probably bases, not. Dave, you you know, right I, now. I thought we had moved on from the, the fried chicken meal. Just saying. I had, I had greens too. It's collard greens. Ritual, it's your new type of two-a-day from helping support heart health, normal muscle function, and normal immune function. This tiny step can have a big impact. Their nutrients are on display. They're vegan-friendly, non-GMO, sugar-free, gluten-free, major allergen-free multivitamins. They're traceable because where it's from is just as important as what it's for. Always said that. It always delivers. It's like a dollar a day to have essential nutrients delivered to your door. How about that? Dollar a day? Can you do that, Dylan? I can afford a dollar and a day. And it's so great to just be on a subscription service. So you don't have to like remember. Oh, I gotta go buy vitamins. Like I don't want to go to the store. I'm trying to avoid the store. I know we're talking about men's health here, but I also know that they do women's health. And I have several friends who take their prenatal vitamins, and they say they're the best. And part of the reason is one, the smell, but two, exactly what you were talking about with the time release, Dylan. Because have you ever had the vitamin like 
gross burps almost yes. into th- a throw up. That's disgusting. Okay. Ritual doesn't do that, which was what one of my friends literally the other day was touting them to me. Because she was like, I'm already super nauseated in this pregnancy. And now I don't have to worry about also getting nauseated for my prenatal vitamins. So, you know, just That's saying they're for everyone. You're thinking of the people here. Step up your nutrient game with Essential for Men to get 10% off your first three months. That's a great deal. 10% off your first three months when you visit ritual.com slash Randy. Again, that's ritual.com slash Randy. Start your ritual today. It's 10% off your first three months. That's huge. That is huge. Let's jump right into the next one, Dave. What's up, Dylan? I need you to play a little matchmaking work for me here. Regarding your 24-year-old caller last week, worried about her stretch marks, I like her confidence. and I'm also a decent-looking 24-year-old. Trying to help us link and build. How could I not help this? These two people. Did link he drop and build? like an Instagram handle? Uh, no. People. But it's gonna be a little bit difficult to help. I don't know her information either, so I just need both of them to email your boy. Right. And let me see what I can do. But also, okay, I know we currently have like these screens up. I'm not gonna put your Instagram up on the screen. No, just for our our sake. I we just need, need to, to know. know so that I can like judge you based on what you want me to. What you're writing in about? Let me know. What Drop Dylan's your handle so we know what a player you are. I want to. I want to see it. Send Dylan pics. Is what he's saying. No. You, no. 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 That's each not what DM I'm, oh, him. I misread that. All right. Mess, email me. That's the best way. Dylan at washmedia.com and let me know you are this person. And I need her to reach out as well. You don't have her email from. The, you don't get their emails when they submit questions. No. They so you have the option to leave your people social media. Give handle. us your contact info. Uh. So yeah. And I. I don't, they may have, and I, I just didn't see I it, would but. love to be a matchmaker. I would love this. Look, I, I'm all about helping people link and build. Yeah. And uh, th- he's into her. Sometimes I, I wonder. It. If he's into linking and building? If Dylan is into that. David, don't ever question me wanting to link and build on the regular. Okay. It's all very right. rude. All right. Whoa, call out. Yeah, reach out. I'll see what I can do. I love this. I do too. How I can I it, not include I this? hope they fall in love. I hope we, maybe Dylan gets to like, Officiate the wedding. Officiate the wedding. Look, if, if we I'll make a match happen that leads to marriage, we expect an invitation. I'll be DJ. Okay. We expect invitations. You can let that beat ride for a while. I'll just let it ride the entire ceremony. Actually, wedding. they could walk down the aisle to the beat. Oh, shit. We could get a string quartet to play the mail-in. <laughs> maybe a guy on the gong or whatever to do the bass. Or just a bass guitar would probably be another one. I kind of hope that this happens. I'm really getting ahead of myself. We're, we're getting way, we're getting miles but, ahead. But, here, but yeah. you know what? Start a friendly conversation. Even if they're not into each other, That's maybe they're into each other's start. friends. That's how they start. Uh, Dave, do you want to play this voicemail or you want me to do it? Let's do a voicemail. Okay. Stan Mute Cancel. If you could go back or erase a memory of either your favorite movie, movie series, a television series or sports moment and relive them without knowing the ending, uh, what would your Stan Mute Cancel be? I, I don't understand why this is a Stan Mute Cancel. Okay, yeah. I think I think you you have to pick what you would do of the It's like the our favorite series. our favorite memories in those three categories and Stan Mute Cancel those? I, I think what he's saying is, okay, first of all, the way you wrote this on the rundown, I thought we were just going to get to pick a random memory, and That's I was going to talk too. about my wedding. I was going to talk about mine. <laughs> was it, yeah. Look at us. There Aww. we go. Just so you know, I will gladly say this. I was so stressed out that day, and I wish I could go back and erase it and like 
relive it and just cherish the moments instead of sure. like flipping out. I think what he's saying here is okay. Wait, what was it? TV show, movie, and Sport- sports sporting, moment. Yeah. So like, of those things. So say you're like TV show you wish you could erase was Breaking Bad or something. Which of those things would you go back and okay. like absolutely do? Don't really care if you had to do it. You know. Okay. That makes sense then. Uh, A movie's getting canceled because uh, much more emotional investment and time goes into a series. Correct. Because you're committed to it for, you know, years. Yeah. At times. Totally agree. So I'm canceling a movie. My favorite movie of all time is probably The Big Lebowski. I I just cancel Reliving. I've actually never seen The Big Lebowski. It's it's a fantastic movie. You're jealous because I get to watch it for the first time. Wow. It's... it's it's an acquired taste. Like the first time I watched it, like that was just weird. But that's why I think you yeah. cancel movies because they're yeah. rewatchable, and especially yeah. even if you've like seen the twist, sometimes you're still like so hyped for the twist. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah. Okay, I agree. So um, I'm gonna I'm gonna stand sp- sports, and for me it would be um, Vince Young. Damn it, that was mine. <laughs> Vince Young. Crossing. That was my exact so answer. So you weren't even crossing born the goal yet. line. There. I was at that game. Excuse me. <laughs> Shut up, Dave. That's what I'm standing, uh, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna mute. Um, I don't wanna, my favorite series of all time. It might be Breaking Bad, but yeah. I don't really know. I mean, sitcom wise, it's Seinfeld, but I don't know if that's not. Yeah, there wasn't like one Seinfeld where you're like, just like, whoa, wish I could. What's the deal with airplane food? Um, I have the exact same answer. Canceling movie. There are movies that I love that I wish I could like rewatch for the first time. Mm-hmm. But I love rewatching movies personally. Yeah. Like even if I already know what's going to happen, especially if it's a really good one because you always notice something every time yeah. you watch it. You exactly know about it. Exactly. Um, I'm going to stand the sports moment, and my sports moment is is the national championship. Vince Young. Wasn't five. Oh, Dave. Don't Stop. even. Okay. Oh, you know yours is is Derek fading away for for the part of the you reason know, I, I think I think right you now. stand that. <laughs> just like you said, like a movie, not as much investment. Obviously, the TV show, a lot more investment. But a sports moment like that, you like. That's a once in a lifetime you get to experience that. I still watching that game will get chills. Vy like, chills. <laughs> <laughs> but like at the time when it was happening in live action and I was at the game, just FYI, humble brag, uh, it is like the best feeling in the world. You know what I'm saying? You know what? I remember where I was watching that game with a group of guys. Two of them were Texas fans. We were at Wizards in like some Addison. It was a terrible bar. And yeah, dude, even though I wasn't like a Texas fan, I was rooting for Texas. Yeah. And we went nuts. Yeah. I was downstairs oh. Eric's in Breckenridge watching it. It's like crazy – Crazy sports moments are so fun. Like, so I would love to relive some of those. Uh, I'm going to mute TV shows. I don't even know what TV show. I There's a, a few. One thing I think I would have a harder time picking between the stand is if you could go back and, like, read. I'm going to say the obvious nerdy answer here, but, like, if I could reread Harry Potter again without knowing anything about it as an adult, I would <laughs> fucking love it. Really? I always try to get Will to read it. I'm like, you don't understand how good they are. Some people were saying you read the Twilight books. I did read the Twilight books. Maybe may have came up on the pod today. I also read Fifty Shades of Grey, something I'm not, the whole series, something I'm not super proud of. I've actually very much uh, lobbied that y'all do a uh, 
a stream room I've of heard this. Twilight. I think it would be hilarious. I don't hate it. You got to, you got to, they can't all be critically acclaimed movies, okay? I no, we did. it uh, out cold. Damn, yeah. It's fine. We did Swordfish. Swordfish was. One of the worst movies of all time. Yeah, imagine if you stand because you wanted to rewatch Swordfish for the first time. <laughs> well, that's just like, that's a dude who's super horny for Halloween. The movie stinks, man. It just, it's just not good. Oh, man. Okay, wait, Dave, what are your answers? Mine echo, I, I'm going Dylan. So I stand sports, and obviously it's going to be game six. Because, I, I mean, I still. Uh, Finals. I go back and I, I legit watch it. I'll watch multiple games from that series um, from the Mavs, like. Every couple months, especially during quarantine, first couple months of quarantine, I watch, I rewatched the like almost every playoff game, or at least every playoff win. Uh, it's just great. And then I'll do the movies. I'll cancel mo- or was it mute? We don't stand mute. Cancel. It's weird. Cancel yeah, movies. It's, it's, it's multi layered. Cancel here. movies for your reasoning and mute TV because like I think it will be Breaking Bad. If you haven't watched it, you have mashed that thirty second button. But maybe when uh, Jesse Jesse. Works Gale to end season three, two or three. Mm, that was that was some hard hitting shit. Was it three? I don't remember. Three. Or oh no, even better. The episode I'm gonna go and watch this when Walt mashed that forward button. Uh, Jesse's gonna go off those two drug dealers who killed the kid. Uh huh. And Walt comes out of nowhere and just mows them down. Oh and shit! Jesse. Yeah. Like that is. That for me was such like an intense the show, pinnacle man. of TV. I was like, I, and I love like Sopranos too. You could throw some of those in there, and even The Wire. I I binge watched The Wire like five years after well, it came the, out. The reason I think you can mute TV is because a lot of series, if you go by so fast, like I binged Breaking Bad in probably two weeks before the last season came out. Oof. So when when Will rewatched it, I was basically like, I forgot some of the shit had happened. Yeah, you, the first you almost go so blur. fast that you're like. Oh my god! Like I, you almost can do it again for a lot of the point. Like, I think I could go back and watch Game of Thrones right now, and there would be so many things I did not pay attention to while they were happening, which is why I still think sports moment wins because it's a once in a moment time that like you get to relive that joy yeah. of something awesome happening. I want to relive the Mavs because like I remember being so fulfilled by it that I didn't even like I wasn't even like happy. I was more relieved. It was yeah. weird. Like we finally did it. Yeah, like I, I, I'm more happy about it now, and like I get more emotional about it now than like then. I was like, I, I was a wreck during that series, and I, I'll be honest, I didn't think they were gonna win it, and because yeah. nobody did except for Norm Macdonald and Charles Barkley. People forget, and like, <laughs> it was just uh, uh, whatever. We this isn't a Mavs podcast. This isn't the Dave show. But it, that's Dave show. Doing this your actually answer. ended up being a really good question. I feel like. It was now a good that we question. understand what he's asking, it was a good question. Fair. Well, we we had to pick, we had to like pick our own stand. You cancel things, right? Because we had to like pick movie, pick show, That's pick fine. sport, sports. What moment. what movie if you could rewatch it again for the first time? Maybe Godfather One. I've never seen Godfather. For me, I saw it when I was a kid. It's pretty good. I don't even know what movie. I'm just gonna let that slide. <laughs> the, no, I'm saying like I don't no, know him. what. No, what I said. you're fine, oh, Sally. Okay. He's not. I I don't know like what movie I would say like. There's a lot of movies I'd love. Maybe I, the past, is... John Leguizamo. <laughs> <laughs> what 
What a what a shit movie that is. Remember when I made you watch the intro? It was shockingly terrible and uh, a little racist. Yeah, a lot racist. You know what I think y'all should do for the stream room? I'm going to put this out there. Ocean's Eleven. That's the, it's a, a great movie. Love classic Ocean's movie. Eleven. That actually might be my, like, I would love to rewatch it again for the first time. That's such a good movie. Like, How about just this? objectively. Rewatch Pulp Fiction for the first time. Pulp Fiction was one that a lot of things happened. Can I, like, whoa, whoa. Can I tell you the first time I ever watched Pulp Fiction? This is so sad. Was while I was in Spain. It was in Spanish, or it was dubbed in Spanish with English subtitles. <laughs> so it like ruined that's the experience funny. for me. Yeah, I had to like go no home and rewatch it fiction. for real. I was were like, "Were you in Ibiza? Man, that's a twist." We were, I was not in Ibiza. I was in. Uh, we were going to Granada. I think that's a twisted Granada's movie, man. Twisted, truly twisted. Or Sevilla. I can't remember. We were we were in a bus though. I was like, "This is the worst way to watch this movie." I guess I would pick The Big Lebowski, but I could be tied to other ones for sure. You know what else other movie I love? This is like I this is really just like showing what a basic bitch I am, but like the first time I saw Shawshank in that's college, I was like, Oh my god, I can't believe I've never seen this movie before. Yeah, it's a classic. But now it's like on T V all the time. It's Ooh. on right now, I'm sure. Dude, Saving Private Ryan. Oh, uh, Saving Private Ryan was the first ever R rated movie I ever saw with my dad and my mm-hmm. sister. I like will never forget we were like he was like holding us like this, like we were on each side of him, and I just like cried the whole time. My dad, like at the end, was crying. We it's were like deep movie. It's such a good movie. Yeah, it is. It's it's in probably in my top five. You know, it's in my top five. Sun Basket. Oh. Dylan, you're not my only little Sun Basket. Oh, I Dave. like Sun Basket. I like enjoyed for... I enjoyed Sun Basket last night. You did? Did you? I have not. Story. Okay, so I I got they hit me with the re up because I'm looking for fresh dinners that taste great. Personally, you know I'm a grill guy. When it's like 102 and humid, I don't want to be working the grill every night. And that's where Sun Basket comes into play. Looking for fresh dinners that taste great, that are good for you, and they take zero effort. They deliver oven-ready meals that are fast, fresh, and delicious. See the zero effort thing? For a guy like me who's not, you know, awesome around the kitchen. Right, that's you. I had no problem. I, I, I know how to work an oven, and that's all I needed last night. And guess what? Skip the grocery store because they send you everything you need. Yes. You don't yeah, have to avoid go. That, yes. that COVID hotspot. Yes. That's huge. Oven-ready meals. They're made with organic, fresh produce, sustainable seafood, and meats that are free of, uh, I don't know, antibiotics, hormones, steroids. I don't know. Dylan, you might be looking for steroids. David, you don't want season. steroids in your meat. Let's talk about, right, let's talk about Sunbasket, okay? Look, their chefs have won Michelin Awards and a James Beard Award. How many James Beard Awards do you have? Zero. I have yet to earn one. So why don't you just trust Sunbasket? Why not take the night off and let them cook for you? Hey, it's on them, huh? How about that? Well, well, let's see. What am I messing with now? Oh, I got the cauliflower macaroni and cheese. Have you tried that yet? No, but I had the southwestern turkey and sweet potato skillet last night. The pappardelle. Pasta with wilted spinach. <laughs> Sweet peas and fresh ricotta. 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 Okay, Giada, chill out. Oh, dude, we used to watch some Giada in college. Not to get H over here. Look, I got the pork chops with fig. Got the caraway cabbage. All that stuff, man. I, the, the meals are just fantastic. Did You you tried the salmon tacos, right? I haven't yet. You got them, though, right? I got them two days ago. Would you just try the salmon tacos for me one time? Tonight. Well, calm down, David. I'll, I'll try the tacos. Okay. And, and you know, look, they're... they're They've got so much more. I mean, there's even like Korean barbecue. How about that? Uh, Will will be making us some Korean barbecue tonight, actually. Y'all got that one? So here's the deal. This is why I love Sun Basket. I like to cook, 
Will is not as good at cooking as I am. This wow. is like foolproof. Like they literally give you just the ingredients that you need. You have to be a real dumbass to mess it and up. And step by step instructions. <laughs> and I when he makes stuff, I'm like, I can't believe that he made that. Like he had never boiled water for pasta before until like six months ago, as we all know. And now that he's like still under now he's like cooking restaurant level meals at our house with some basket. I got Huge. more news. Well, I got, uh, Sally, I think you're going to like this. Right now, Sunbasket, they're offering $35 off your order when you go right now to sunbasket.com slash Randy. Again, sunbasket.com slash Randy and a promo code Randy at checkout. So slash Randy and promo code Randy at checkout. Check it out. I promise. $35 off. And they come in like a really cool brown bag that's like very neatly folded over and creased. It's just, it looks, it looks nice in your fridge opening up and seeing it there. And you're like, I'm going to have this later. Yep. Yep. Just sitting there waiting Love for it. me. Save me all the time in the world. I'm hungry. Good. Can't wait mm. for our b- Korean barbecue tonight. Sweet. Let's go, Dad. Let's go, Dylan. When your relationship ends with someone... Is it wrong to unfollow and stop talking to them? I don't mean block completely, but is it normal to stay on good terms? For background, my ex-girlfriend and I broke up after four years. At the beginning of COVID, he notes. I feel like seeing her pop up on my TL just sets me back and makes me emotional. And although we still sometimes casually talk, I feel like I need to unfollow her and not talk to her anymore. When our lease ends, oh man. When our lease ends at the end of July, I'm planning on unfollowing her and deleting her number. But I know she's going to confront me about this. I'm not going to go off on her. I just have no desire to ever respond to her again. (laughs) That's cold. Does this make me an a-hole? What are your thoughts? Um, No. I did not expect the they're living together. Yeah. That was a tough one. Maybe one of them's home because of COVID, possibly. To say he has no desire to ever respond to her again, that's just cold. You're as cool um, as I, I don't think it makes you an asshole to unfollow. I'm actually, look, I'm, I'll pull the curtain back. I'm going through this exact thing right now. I, Lauren and I are no longer together, and we have unfollowed each other. I kind of think that's the move, to be honest. Because I just, I don't need her, her posts just popping up and reminding me, like. It's oh, hard yeah, to get over with somebody in the digital age when they're like. Constantly being, they're just so accessible. You right. Know what I mean? It's, it's too easy. To like, I would never block her. We're actually. We plan on staying good friends. We had a very amicable split. Yeah. Um, we still care about each other, all that stuff. We're just our lives are just going different ways, and that's right. it. And so, yeah, I I just don't want to be reminded of her daily because it's it makes it harder to to. It does, and I think detach emotionally. Honestly, I think the move here for this guy is to tell her that if she if you know it's going to set her off, be like, hey, I need to be able to move on from you. And so I think that like, it would be best. I'm going to unfollow you from Instagram. It's nothing personal. It's so that I can like move on and not have to like That's see constant reminders exactly of what you. I said to Lauren. Exactly. Said, and then be like, and this, we should stop talking for a little bit until yeah. I can move on. And I think that is a better way to go about it than like doing the unfollow her, figuring it out and then coming and you having to be defensive about it. If you like, are on the offense and you tell her like, Hey, this is where I'm at. I think this is better for my own personal mental health. I think she hopefully will like appreciate that more than you just like unfollowing her, blocking her, or deleting your number or whatever. Cause that, that seems like passive versus like if you are just 
up front with her. I did this with some accounts um, from Grand X when they let me go. Because I was like, you know, you I don't want to up with Grand X? Well, they broke up with me. Yeah, same. But I was like, you know what, man? Even though, like, I got love for this account or that account, I'm like, I can't. Yeah. I don't want to be reminded. Yeah. So, I, I think I don't it's know a if, fairly normal thing to do. I don't think it's, uh, it's not yeah, an asshole it's, it's, it, an Unfollow is different from a block. A block is like, you really piss me off and you never get to see my shit and I never get to see yours. Yeah, you blocking's know, cold. And block- it, I, I also I hate I hate that he said he never has desire to ever respond to her again. Like that, don't do that. Well, you know what though? Maybe if he has some time away from her and not looking at her Instagram, not talking to her, he will feel differently. You know? Yeah, but I mean, sometimes people need uh, like she might need more closure at some point. So to reach right. out and be like, so why why did why did this turn out the way it did? And if he's just not responsive, this can leave her wondering and it can mess with mess with your mentals a little bit. I don't know. Right. I agree. I, I get that. Yeah. I, I don't think you, unless something just completely egregious happened, like to completely cut someone out of your life is one thing, but I think there, you can remove a lot of them out of your life and still not be an asshole. You know, I think everyone kind of grieves a relationship a different way, but I, that's how I would approach it. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. Breakups stink, man. No way, but no way, uh, you know, get around it. Sorry, this guy's going through it. Sorry, you're going through it. Yeah, you know, it sucks. Even if it's like amicable, it still doesn't feel great. Oh, it it sucks. You know, I mean, I want to settle down. Yeah. You know, I haven't yet. I mean, with somebody, that's what I'm saying. I was going to (laughs) say, you've settled down a lot. I'm calm, yeah. You don't even party. Uh, That's true. Uh, Yeah, I I, I live in a, a, yeah. You know, you live in a cul-de-sac neighborhood. You, have you a got dog. a dog. Yeah, I, li- I live in a picket fence, white picket fence t- type of neighborhood with the homie and a dog. We just chill, which I, which I love. Yeah, you're good. You know, I'm good. It'd be, it'd be, I'd be better if I could go out and get a dinner with a squad every now and then. But you know, probably be even better if you had a sun basket waiting for you at home. I don't know. I've got, got a sun basket at home. You don't have anybody to sunbathe. It's got with. my name all over it. That's anyway. what I call it when I cook the sunbathe. Would you? I sunbathe. I don't know if they, they want me to say that or not, but that's what I say. They probably don't. <laughs> no. Hopefully they've stopped listening. Yeah. <laughs> want to do a voicemail? Let's do a voicemail, Dave. Hey, I just had a quick question. So I'm in grad school, and I work part-time, and I'm trying to build my savings for when I graduate and for emergencies. And I was just wondering about what percent – of your savings should you allocate or what percent of your income should you allocate to savings? My only real expenses are shopping, going out to eat with people, gas, and my dog. So if you could just give me a little insight coming into the grown up world, trying to figure out how to save, how to budget and whatnot. All right, thanks. Is she on the treadmill? I think she's walking. I think that's just power walking. Probably walking her dog. Probably walking across campus. I was gonna say she said she just sounded nervous to me. Oh, I'm sorry. Thank oh, I I, I got the vibe she was walking. Maybe, maybe. Um, walking talk. But walking is a talk. weird time to call call a hotline number though. You know what? She just wanted. She was just you know she's, she's in grad school probably yeah. on Adderall like wanting to talk. Uh, let me say this: if if you are if you have set aside X percent and are sticking to it every month to like save, Congrats. you're ahead. You're ahead of almost everybody yes yeah. people don't people just don't do that correct right um 
So yeah, good good on you for even wanting and and trying to do this. It's smart you're thinking of this stuff in grad school because a lot of people in grad school are deaf. They're just thinking day to day because they've taken out money for loans. They're not. They don't even like me when I was in law school. I took out loans. I was not smart. I was not like, all right, well, I need to have this paid off by this. I was just like, man, whatever gets me through the end of the semester, yeah. like without having to like borrow money from my parents. Like if if you can save ten percent. Of, of your income every month that's fantastic yeah it, that's just 10 percent, but you, that, that sets you up nicely yeah i'll say this i'm not saving anything right now and it sucks yeah. because i'm currently all of my what would be saved is going towards student loans it's a delight you'll have them paid off but you're paying those off quickly aren't you hopefully yeah um so that kind of sucks. I think, one, the fact that you're even thinking about saving is great. Um, there's obviously things you want to save for, like, that are built into most people's paychecks. Probably not if you're part-time or self-employed or whatever. But, like, you're you're already, like, contributing to your retirement. Should be. So that's already going away. That's usually, like, what, like 6% of people are matching. You can, like, go up from there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... I think it's smart to like save for an emergency fund, you know, but every person's different. And what I ideally would like to do is be like saving like 30% of my income so that I can like invest it, et cetera. But that's all right now. All of that is going towards paying off debt. So it'll be five to seven years before I can be legitimately saving money i wish jeff bezos would just pay off all the student debt yeah. as he is worth like a hundred billion dollars do you think he's setting aside 20 percent of his, his income every month and probably not <laughs> uh, yeah. I think he's, no i mean you can't you can't spend money as fast as he's making it it's ridiculous impossible yeah wouldn't that be great if he could just pay off all of our debt did you see that he made 13 billion dollars yesterday alone no that could pay that. off all the debt in the country all the student loan debt i don't think that's true all right I think that there's currently a trillion dollars of student debt. He can make it down. Oh, damn it. That's a lot. A trillion, actually. Eh, I saw a number about it today, and it was either a billion or a trillion, which I know is like a giant difference. He could pay off all my debt. He could definitely pay probably off all yours. my debt in probably like four minutes. Not even four minutes. Probably a minute. Isn't you know, that, that could never happen, though, because if we put out all these lending companies and stuff, they would they'd be out of business. Yeah. And they, um, they have too much influence. For this girl, it's great that she's even thinking about it while she's in grad school. Because exactly what Dave said, like most people who are in grad school or school or in their early 20s don't give a shit it's about saving. It's another thing to worry about. You All they're thinking about is like, how do I pay my rent? Yes. So 10%, solid. 5%, great. I I think a great thing to do, though, is pick a percentage and then put it away into a savings account no matter what. Because, like, most paychecks, if you're direct depositing, you can split how you're putting your pay away. So that's what I did when I was, before grad school, was just putting away, like, 10%. And then and then you don't, you can't even, like, have the, if you're already putting into a savings account, it's just direct depositing in there. You don't have the temptation to be like, oh, it's already in my account. I don't want to move it to my savings account. It's just already there. So... I don't know. Meet with a financial advisor. Yeah, she's doing really. great. Just she's, pick, she's doing pick a, good a number. Job. It can be small as long as you're doing something and you're going the the right direction. Good on you. Good on you. Let's do an email. Hi guys, 
just got asked to be a groomswoman. I don't know if that's the proper term. For one of my best friend's weddings, and I'm super excited. My only question is about the bachelor party. Um, okay. Obviously, I'm invited, but I'm wondering if it would make things worse for everyone else if I'm there. I don't know how, I f how my boyfriend would feel about it since he doesn't know these guys as well. I would love to go, but I also don't want to make everyone else involved feel uncomfy. That's her <laughs> word, not mine, but I like it. What do you think I should do? This confused me, but Why? I get it now. I just, it was like, wait. We may have answered a similar question on a past episode. <laughs> okay. Um, but I don't remember if we did or not. I don't, I So I being the only girl on a, on a all male This is a bad idea. Party, probably so. Yeah, you gotta, you Probably so. I would feel. I would just feel guilty the whole time. Yeah, like you're bringing down the vibe. Yeah, like 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 you can't go do certain things because I'm around. Like, or you can't you can't have your locker room talk because I'm sitting. Yeah, here. like yeah. I mean, not that guys. I mean, some guys do get get into some some trouble on those things. I get it, but not not that I would want to like go do like wild ass shit. But like, I don't know. If if a girl was there, I would feel less free to kind of let loose i don't know yeah i get that it's 2020 and we're woke and all that stuff and i think this is great that this guy's having a groomswoman shouts yeah i don't know that we're ever going to be as a society okay like with a group of dudes and then just one girl there like yeah. i don't i just i actually was talking to the will about this yesterday because we were watching spoiler alert love island and we were talking about how the guys on Love Island are like all ride for each other and they do this thing on Love Island. I don't know if we'll explain this called Casa Amor where they split up the uh, the guys and the girls and they bring in six new girls and six new guys. and They're at different houses. It's like a little temptation. And the guys are like broing out for each other and like <laughs> egging each other on and stuff like that. And. I, you know, watching it, you're kind of like, ooh, they're being gross. But then I'm like, or like assholes. But then I'm like, that's just how guys are. Just the same as like, if if you were a a bridesman, Dave or Dylan, and you had to go on a bachelorette party, you're like, I don't want to listen to y'all talk about like your diet or like Bravo celebrities or, you know, like there's just certain things that are always going to exist for genders that like, we talk about, we do, we say, we think, et cetera. And it's it's sometimes just easier to be in a group of girls or a group of guys when you're like having a bachelor party. Yeah. There's and, a reason why guys do guy trips. Like right. Go golf together somewhere. There's a reason or, Saturdays for the boys. There's a reason why, yeah. You know? Well, girls go on beach vacations together and guys will go play golf. Right. And like, I river. think that that's totally fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's, sometimes it's just nice to be around like the guys. And if there were like, if this was like a true mixed wedding party and he, there were other girls in the wedding party, I'd be like, yeah, go on the bachelor party. But yeah. you're the only girl. It's just kind of like. The it, boyfriend back home too. His, yeah. His girlfriend's going you on the bachelor like, party. That's really great that your your guy friend asked you to be in the wedding. Solid. That's going to be awesome. If you already feel uncomfortable, like just don't go. Yeah, I, w I, w I would stay home. Yeah. If it if I would. Have, have guys ever do guys ever join the other, Not other side? One I'm that sure. I've been on. I don't I don't know. Maybe like happening. the gay bestie. The gay bestie, sure, sure. But I like just, I I even like I don't know. I've had friends who've like had their brothers and stuff be a bridesman. 
Oh, whatever. Yeah, I, I bridesman sounds so bridesman. If I were asked to be a bridesman, <laughs> he was I wouldn't go the, the one I know. Was, he was the he was the man of honor, so he was the. Oh, okay. But he didn't go on the bachelor. You know, party. I think it's cool when people do that. I really no. Do. I I think that's great. I I think what is if it's going to be a traditional bachelor party, and it's not like not a joint bachelor bachelorette, or it's like. You know, I think one of the things people are really doing now is like really mixing wedding parties. So like it's kind of like a all inclusive. Everyone stands on every side or like the bride picks five people, two of them are guys, three of them are girls. And the you know, that's one thing. But if you're if she's going on a bachelorette, if the bride is with all girls and then he's going on a bachelor party and you're going to be the only girl there. I just think it. I would stay home. Also. I don't know what the relationship is between this girl and the bride. And I don't think, I'm sure it's great because he wouldn't have asked her to be in the wedding otherwise. But as a bride, you you like almost don't want girls there because you're just like, I don't want to know what is going on. Like, here's a great example. One time I was in Vegas for March Madness. One of my good guy friends from college was having his bachelor party at the exact same time that I was there with like two of my friends. And they, one of the guys on the bachelor party that I was really close with was like, y'all should come meet us for drinks. And I was like, honestly, no. Like, love y'all. Have fun in Vegas if we run into each other, which we did, whatever. But like, I don't need to be like on this bachelor party because I'm also friends with the bride. And it's she's going to be like, why the fuck are you hanging out with him? And I I just felt very strongly. I was like, you know what? No, no, no. Y'all do your thing. I don't want to know. And I don't want the bride to be like, why are y'all there having drinks? And so I'm not not saying she's wrong for wanting if she wants to go or whatever. If she wants to go, great. But she's already having reservations about it. I think you just don't go. Right? Totally agree. Yeah. It's just probably not the move. That makes sense to me. On, on, many, on, on many different levels, it, it could be a little bit weird. You know? Yeah. Like, where are you going to sleep? You know, yeah, paying for your own room, and you know, you know those, which is honestly probably the move anyway. You know, some point. of those guys are gonna be, are single and, and and gonna be aged and drunk and just it could get uncomfortable and weird and a lot of stuff could happen. Correct. Sure. Not to say this guy's friend, you know, or the, the friends are all scummy, but you never know. There's a random. There's one buddy. scumbag in there. Sure. Mm-hmm. There's definitely the one friend who like loves going to strip clubs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's that person always exists. Yeah. Um. Okay, we have just one more, folks. Uh, and it's oh, not the super exciting one. I'm sure, this was not written by Dylan. Dylan, can you tell <laughs> us a little bit more about the ranch? Sounds dope from how you describe it, but I feel like you don't talk about such a cool thing as much as you should. Uh, tell I did, us about I the ranch, Dylan. Did not write this. Yeah, I mean, I haven't been, I haven't, I haven't been since like February, because my mom is a high risk uh, person for COVID. Uh, she has Lyme disease, so I haven't just, I just haven't been out there. But uh, yeah, the ranch is tight, man. I got to take the squad out there again. Dave's never been. I've never been. It's Will has rude. been. Hmm. Will's been like twice. Once. Oh, he unless talks he talks about it so much that he like thinks that he's <laughs> unless he went without me. Probably went without you. Uh, yeah, it's it's a it's a it's not huge. It's 120 acres, and it's but it's in the hill country. It's like prime prime land. It is tight. We yeah. have um we have a, a a house, and then we have two little Sunday houses that are very close to the main house, and then a barn that also sleeps uh, about eight people. Can I ask what? What makes something technically a Sunday house? It's a it's a detached it's a detached structure. Right. Um it has a it's it has a bathroom. Right. A closet 
and a bed. Right. So it's just like it's just like a little yeah, everything a but a side kitchen. House. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I believe that yeah, that's what a Sunday house is. And then is. what, like a mother in law suite would have a kitchen. Something like that. You know when people talk about that? Yeah. Like a back house or a mother in law. They started calling them casitas at first. Uh huh. But then they switched to Sunday houses. I've heard of Sunday houses. Like yeah. I think that's a pretty common term. Yeah. They're nice. Yeah. They're, I you can find it on the on my, my gram. I think I put one up a while ago. Uh, the horses go up to it and like look in the window while you're sleeping. It's kind of cool. Uh, yeah, it's it's a great piece of land, and uh, I miss it. I want to go back, but I gotta we gotta keep my mom. Does safe. your cat with a weird name live there? Yeah. Did we ever find out that cat's name? It was Kittums. Kittums. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> I wish I was kidding. I don't think I've ever heard the cat's name I until I now. I was kidding you. The cat's name Kittums. is Kittums. That's not that bad. And we have a bunch of uh, horses that are named after, where the names are inspired by like Texas legends and and country music. Typically, nice. Yeah, I mean, like there's a, a Willie and a Merle, and a, there's a Casey Musgraves. Oh yeah, I remember mm. that. Oh wait yeah. a minute, what? She's getting divorced. I know. Shoot your shot, Dill. I, I I can't DM Mackenzie Bezos and her on the same day. Why? That's just doing a lot. I'm scared. Dude, Casey Musgraves is a smoke show. She is about a hundred leagues out of my league. Many leagues out of the league. Many leagues. She's fantastic. Many leagues. I love her. I love her too. All right. If anyone wants to hear about my parents' house, which I never talk about, they have chickens, and one of their names is Banana Puffy Muff. That's a great chicken name. I've always said that. (laughs) Our chickens keep getting uh, snatched by critters, bobcats. Uh, We had one snatched by a fox, I think. My mom is very, very into the chickens. And currently, the biggest uh, battle that the chickens are facing is not predators, because I think they're pretty well protected, is the heat, actually. So my mom said that they've stopped laying eggs because it's so hot. So she's got a mister fan on them, and then, like, all this sh- extra shade. She's even considered, actually not, but I did give this idea to her, just, like, moving them to the garage for a little bit while it's so hot out. Mm. I can't tell if my garage is hotter than just working out outside. Because it's very, it just holds a lot of heat in there. <laughs> you don't have a climate controlled garage, do you? I don't, I don't. I'm just kidding. I don't think anybody has climate controlled. I wish I did. Cause garages besides like uh, Jay Leno. Yeah, yeah. It's not. It's it's not as hot in there. But you don't get a breeze in there. Yeah, that's true. Even so with the door just, open, you don't get some. I don't open it all the way because I don't want to make eye contact with any neighbors who happen to be walking by while I'm doing a work. You can get a little uh, fan, Dave. Put a little fan. Yeah, in you got to get a fan in there. Fans the move. You're right. Yep. Like a. A side to side. Oh, oscillating. How's that go? <laughs> well, I had fun. Y'all fun? Yeah, I had a good time. We're finished. Had a great man. time. No, no bonus questions today. You just ready to get get out of here? No, Eject. my nose is like running now because I've. Yeah. You know. Was your nose running because you saw my hot chicken dinner last night and you're like, "Wow, that's spicy." No, that's not why. Okay. Dave, grow up, dude. Did you? What was? What did you think of my hot chicken dinner? It looked really good. It was pretty good. We're having it? chicken tonight. Chicken tendies. Mm. Homemade. Air fryer. I'm having leftover sun basket. I'm sun basket. I'm sun basket. Oh, wait. No, we're not doing chicken tendies because we're doing the Korean barbecue uh, lettuce wrap. I don't want to say anything. I was like, you guys are eating a lot of food tonight. <laughs> Just really mixing it up. Well, we are going out of town, so we got to use all the sun basket before we leave. I'll uh, take any uh, surplus you have. <laughs> yeah, right. We're having all of it. All right, guys. Uh, that was fun. We'll see you next week. 
Goodbye. Yeah.